Meanwhile, in the pot cave. Welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. God, he really can't hit the fucking beat. I'm Alex. <laughs> he is. We are on it. Everybody is feeling refreshed and ready to go. <laughs> We're not starting this over. The Let's, way. I mean, this is this is, this is awkward silence for a second. What, what are we listening? Oh, I'm to? watching the uh, I'm watching the Modoc trailer. Oh, oh. Can, can you at least wait until the <laughs> news segment? <laughs> Dad totally forgot. There's a structure to this this show here. Wow, well, yeah. uh, I, I wanted to be prepared, so there you go. So he waited till the podcast started. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to wait for it to actually. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I guess I was even late to the recording. You could have watched it during that time, but you know what? It's he fine. was watching shows with Gangi. He had things to do. I had things to do, man. He was, he was reliving the days of a good old piss. <laughs> I was. Hey, speaking of, I, I wanted, before we get into the news section, I, I found a couple of articles that they aren't necessarily new news, uh, but they were new to me. So I wanted to, to give a little Star Trek <laughs> trivia, see if you guys were aware of this, okay? I got this all all, right. off of uh, off Reddit. Of uh, that's, that's topical. Yeah. <laughs> Today I learned <laughs> that Major Barrett, the voice of the Starfleet computer on Star Trek, recorded an entire library of phonetic sounds before she died, which allowed her voice to be used as a computer for future generations. Did you guys know that? No, what? I did not. No, no, I didn't. That's kind I might of, have read something one time or another. Of course, I, Podman Ron's always on top of things there. Okay, well, how about this? Here's another today I learned. Uh, I, I was today years old when I, when I learned that James Duhon, who of course played Scotty on tar, the original Star Trek, is missing the f- middle finger on his right hand. Oh, yeah, I knew I that. Did, I knew it was that. from the war. It was from the war, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex, did you know that you No, know, he was a... No, I didn't know that. He was I do know D-Day, that was I'm, not. Wasn't he on D-Day? Didn't he, uh, he on D-Day? D-Day. <laughs> he was on D-Day. Well, according to my sources... He was sources, on that D-Day. He was on he was that on D-Day. D-Day. According to my sur- sources, across, he was uh, crossing between command posts at 11.30... One night, when Duhan was hit by just by one night, by hit by six rounds fired from a gunner, a nervous Canadian sentry. Four in wow. his four in his leg, one in his chest, and one through his right middle finger. The bullet to his chest was stopped by a silver cigarette case given to him by his brother. Now this seems no. made up, right? This seems that made seems up. made up. Okay, yeah. his right middle finger had to be amputated. Something he would conceal on screen during most of his career as an actor. Yeah, I think uh, I think on Next Generation that episode he was in, uh, I've seen stills where you could see it. But I don't think anybody ever saw. I don't think they covered it up well during the first series. But I, yeah, that's where I had read it. 
Okay, well, well, it, that? well, just an interesting fact about your brain is that your brain, when someone's missing, like, a finger or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, your brain, brain like, freaks out. It, your brain fills it in naturally because it doesn't, it's so used to just seeing that. It's just, your brain does that sometimes. Yeah. Well, interesting. All right. Well, science brains. fact for you. Little science fact for you there. Wow. All right. So I uh, again, I thought those were pretty interesting. So I, I think I got one one interesting t- uh, tidbit for you before uh, before you just shot me down, just like uh, that Canadian gunner did to uh, poor James Duhon. Uh Anyway, all right. So I just wanted to open that up. Uh, as Brian mentioned in the green room, <laughs> the green room toilet, uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's go to the news. All right, so uh, Brian, where do we start here? Because uh, you're you're being the scoop of uh, the newsfeed here. Uh, you were telling us a little bit about the Hasbro infor- uh, Hasbro announcements and uh, more Zack Snyder. I thought we were through with Zack Snyder, <laughs> but he's got some stuff Jeez, going on. Gosh. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. So let's start with Hasbro. Yeah, so Hasbro, uh, they had almost like a uh, everybody's got like their D23 model now. You know where they come out and they announce all these projects at once and so apparently hasbro did that today and there was a big press release about it but they have got a ton of properties that are uh from feature films uh live action tv shows and animation that are slated to come out between now and 2023 but the stuff we already knew about uh feature films snake eyes which was supposed to come out last october is coming out october 22nd this year so snake eyes from gi joe They've announced a new Power Rangers movie, which is going to be like a soft reboot because the Ooh. last one did not do well. Um, Dungeons and Dragons movie we'd heard about a few weeks ago with Chris Pine, uh, Michelle Rodriguez in it. And uh, they're doing a Magic the Gathering uh, live action film. They announced another live action Transformers film. They've also got an animated Transformers film in the work that's going to be set on Cybertron. A live action, well, I'm sorry, a CG animated My Little Pony movie. Jeez. And then you've, then you've got scripted series. They've got a risk scripted series by Bo William, uh, Willimon, who did House of Cards. So I'm assuming it's going to be like a political, you know, a drama. It's not going to be like, you know, some, you know, a kid show. Uh, a clue TV series, a new My Little Pony series on Netflix. The Transformers series is going to be on Nickelodeon. Uh, a new Power Rangers season, which that's probably not, you know, any surprise. A new G.I. Joe live action series featuring Lady J. Um, Magic the Gathering, uh, animated series on Netflix. A new Dungeons and Dragons television show, uh, all between now and 2023. Wow. They said they'll have, uh, by 2023, they'll, just like Marvel, they'll have three to four projects every year. Yeah, whether it's Lord. a TV show or a film or, or, or whatnot. <laughs> Three to four so. too many, according to Podman Ron. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it was a ton of news. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, we talked a little bit about trying to get together some pitch sessions for Hasbro Properties. Uh, I, I don't know if we can even do that now because they've already been, all been pitched pretty much, right? I don't think so. I mean, we knew G.I. Joe was coming. Right, I mean, the fact they're doing the live action series is is news, but I don't I don't think we there was any chance they weren't making another Transformers movie, <laughs> and none of us would care about about My Little Pony. Well, well let me so, ask you this: 
G.I. Uh, Joe's is, is just Lady Jane. I mean, I mean well, uh, they said it's going to focus around Lady J, but here's the thing with Lady J. She's, uh, she's a, uh, she's not, they're, they're saying in this that she's a, uh, covert specialist. So, like, you know, uh, um, an underground or undercover operative, Lady J. What I think they're doing, there was a storyline, um, the, uh, that's probably the uh, most popular G.I. Joe comic book in the last 20 years um, where it followed Cobra. It wasn't Lady J. It was Chuckles, who's like the, the Magnum P.I. looking guy. It was Chuckles, and he, he infiltrated the Cobra organization as a mercenary. Um, you only ever see General – or you only hear him mention General Hawk once, and you only ever see one other G.I. Joe who's Jinx in the whole series. But it's really it's kind of cool because it follows him as he works his way up the organization, and so it's really like a deep dive and like a uh, uh, you you uh, like it builds Cobra as the big big bad guy. So because she's not a spy in the comics, so I'm thinking they may have swapped Lady J for Chuckles for this for the story, but that may be what we end up getting. It's called Cobra: The Last Laugh, but. Uh, <laughs> Is he a stand-up comedian? What I don't. Well, you know uh, what? Chuckles. We we need to save we need to save that for uh, another podcast. So we need to have the Hasbro cast. We need uh, to have the Hasbro cast because that that's that's a lot. So, uh, but but one of the th- interesting things I think the Mister Potato Head news that was uh, was that oh, yeah, Hasbro that was, as well. That was Hasbro. I mean, it wasn't a part of like the TV slate, <laughs> but yeah, it's no longer Mister Potato Head. It's just going to be Potato Head. From now on, potato head. <laughs> wow! So they cut off his uh, his little spud there. Yeah, he's uh, he's frog. gender neutral now. He's gender neutral. All right. Well, he uh, he identifies as a carrot. Well, well, <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. In all fairness, in all fairness, you know, is is there a female potato and a male potato? No. Yeah, there's Mrs. Potato. Of course, there was Mrs. Potato. No, 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 well, no. Yeah, but in, in terms in real of life, yeah, I mean, potatoes are already gender neutral. <laughs> they are. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so, true. That. I mean, PMR, that was neutral. that was very that was very progressive of you. Thank that you, is- son. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to be more progressive. <laughs> I hip. I hip. Forty, and I, I, you know, I'm trying to be. More You're trying to finally just get with it, aren't you? At forty, I am. Okay, 40, well, that, yes, I am. there you go. Well, uh, you know, another thing that you you probably need to uh, get uh, get hip to is, uh oh, bad news. Should we uh, put that? Should we or good news? Should we not put that in uh, in memoriam? The the death. I thought that that would have been good, but uh, 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 other news is in the reboot reboots that are seem to be at work and reboots that don't work. Starting with the ones that don't work, uh, Twilight Zone uh, canceled, and I admit I never watched any of the new Jordan Peele Twilight Zones. So maybe the one. Uh, yeah, I watched one and I, I couldn't stand it. And. Honestly, I didn't know it was still on. To be honest with you, I, I can't believe we got a season two. Ago. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 tr- I watched like the first three <laughs> episodes, and it was—I mean, we talked about it on the podcast. It was god awful. It was god awful. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it was. I can't believe they made a season two of it, and they need to stop saying you know Jordan Peele's the face of of horror 
right? You know, like, I, Get Out was, was I had major issues with Get Out. Like, I, I um, what was the first one? Uh, you mean Us? Yeah. Us. Get us out had was major first, issues with yeah. Get Out was okay. Like, I like uh, Get Out. I thought Get Out was good. Us was utterly ridiculous. Yeah, it was well, utterly okay. And then, and, but this Twilight Zone was awful. And yeah, so, I can agree with the Twilight Zone, but I, I love both Get Out and Us a lot. So you like the escalator under the beach in Us? <laughs> and you enjoyed that? I don't, listen, listen, the practicality of the movie <laughs> made it's no here sense. there, but... Yeah, but the directing I thought was really good. I'm not. I'm not attesting to. I'm not attesting to the weight of the script, but I, I will. I will say that the directing and cinematography was pretty spot. He wrote the script. I know. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, he's, uh, Brian, uh, he's just. Alex is saying he just likes the the look and feel of the movie. Oh, if well, you forego yeah. some of the plot holes and craziness of it, it's it's an enjoyable flick, right, Alex? Is it? I agree. Well, and I also had to stop. Um, uh, what's the other show? The uh, Lovecraft County. I yep. made it like four or five episodes into that, and I'm like, I'm done. I can't. I can't. Just keep doing you this. had to tap out. Yeah, it's uh, so. All right. Well, go back to Key and Peel. <laughs> go back to the Ha Ha. Wow. All right, go. So Jordan Peele needs to be, uh, maybe he should be with this uh, return of the comedy Cobra. Uh, maybe he should write the co- uh, comedy sticks for Cobra Commander or whatever, whatever psycho babble you were giving us for the Cobra Commander comedy show club. He's called Chuckles because he's like stone-faced. He like, they, so they call so him Chuckles ironic. as an ironic name. Gotcha. Those, yeah. they... <laughs> Like calling the big Joe Tiny or something like that, right? Exactly. All right. Well, exactly. uh, in, in some uh, hopefully happier uh, remake news, I know uh, Podman Ron should be happy about this. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads right. and scrambled eggs. That's right. More toss salad and scrambled eggs. Frazier more boots coming. Frazier, 100% more salad tossing. <laughs> oh, God. Do we really need... Podman Ron, you were a fan of Frazier, true? Yes, I did like Frazier. Yeah. So that show holds up. I mean, if you guys watch that show, it's it's a funny show. It's a I like that that question was like a prosecutor. <laughs> Is it true that you actually like this show? Mr. PMR. <laughs> Uh, so that's going to be available sometime soon on Paramount. Is that right, Paramount? Yeah, Paramount Plus. All right. And then, of course, as, as we all know, we were just talking about the Hasbro stuff. We talk about this all the time on the Podmen, that they are listening to us. The executives are listening to us. And sure enough, there's talk of... Quantum Leap reboot here. Can there we play the go. whole song? Can, uh, I don't know. We'll probably have a copyright infringement. I can keep it going for 30 seconds, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, now I have to uh, admit, I, I think I've only watched one episode of Quantum Leap in my life. Uh, but uh, Brian, Podman, Ron, you guys are fans, right? I am a fan. It was a good show. Very good I show. I loved Quantum Leap. Wow. Loved it. Uh, Alex? Every episode. Did, did Father ever make you watch Quantum Leap? 
<laughs> he he did not. I yeah, I can't. I no, can't, actually, I, can't I mean, it wasn't it. on on anything when you know when Alex was a kid. I mean, there's really wasn't it never reran on anything. So yeah, it was just if you had the DVDs. Yeah, could you I watch mean, it? But yeah, so the news is you know last week we were talking about uh, the fact that they're ending CSI uh, New Orleans, ooh. and I said Quantum Leap. If we're gonna get it now's my the only chance I'm ever gonna get a Quantum Leap reboot is now. Now's the time to and do sure it. Sure right? enough, yeah, sure enough. Somebody uh, who interviewed him, but like one of the uh, the entertainment magazines or whatever interviewed him, and he said, "Yeah, he'd totally be down for a reboot." And he kind of referenced that, you know, Sam. He kind of took it as Sam could have a kid, like passing the torch Ooh. off as Sam's kid. And uh, would that kid pl- be played by Queen Latifah? Oh God. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. I like it. So, People are listening. People are listening I like, to the pod, man. I would rather Scott Bakula still be Sam Beckett and the and the focal point of the show because he 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 only shows up you know occasionally. I guess that's not true. He's there the whole time. Whoever he's taking the, the body of pops right. in and out. But well, he would but, be uh, the like, uh, the old guy though, right? Scott Bakula, and then they would have some new. Young hunky, yeah, that's lead, that's probably. what, yeah, that's probably what they'll do. I so guess he would come out of the the quantum. He would be Q or yeah. whatever that guy's name was. Yeah, my what thought was, was you, Al. He'd be Al. Yeah, I, my thought was you still make it Sam leaping, but you bring in like Al's daughter, and I thought that was neat because it would tie in with the whole the last episode where he he fixed Al's life. You know, so Al, but Al yeah, was having babies. Al was well, yeah, he, the love of his life. He screwed up the relationship, and so then he was just like a womanizer the rest of his life because he'd lost that true love. Well, Sam went back, and towards towards the last season, Sam started realizing, "Wait a minute, I can I can complete my mission, but also influence other things." And so he was sent back. He wasn't sent back to fix Al's marriage, but he was kind of the, his the, what he was doing was adjacent to what what happened with Al, and he fixed both. Wow. So, yeah. Well, it's cool. There you go. There's there's a spoiler. There no go. reason to watch that last episode. Uh, we'll just you'll just flow right into the new one here. Um, and other news, we we got a lot of trailers, and uh, you know nowadays we have teasers for the trailers, of course. And even before the teaser is the release of the name of the movie. <laughs> so yep. so we have a Spider Man movie, right? Spider Man No Way movie. Home. No way home. But any thoughts? Well, there was, uh, you know, they teased the name the day before they officially released it. They, you know, there was. <laughs> so there's teasers for the release of the name, then yes. the release of the name, <laughs> then the teaser for the trailer, then the trailer, then the movie. Is that the but right also way? the yeah. poster reveal. The poster reveal has to be in there. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I forget. I forget all the names that they all, you know, jokingly said. I think it was Home Slice, Home Wrecker, and Phone Home. Yeah, there you go. I would like Phone Home, Spider Man Phone Home. <laughs> yeah, I think that actually I wouldn't mind that either. So, No Way Home. What, any any thoughts on uh, what that's about? Go uh, either way. It could be, you know, he's in the multiverse, which is probably what it's going to be, and he's trying to find his way back. Yeah. Or it could mean that there's no way home from, you know, the cat out of the bag of him being Peter Parker. Well, I, I did have a thought, uh, uh, not about necessarily the, the trailer or the, the, the trailer, the the name reveal, 
But, uh, you know, they keep teasing that Charlie Cox is going to be there. Uh, right. That Daredevil may be in the, fi- in the film. Well, you could easily have where Peter's trying to put the, you know, the horse back in the stable, right? Uh, and he reaches out to Matt Murdock as a lawyer to try and stop J. Jonah Jameson or, or, or squash the story getting out. So, well, there was that leak, um, that there, there was a casting call for the Spider-Man movie for courtroom extras. So, uh-huh. yeah, you could even have this old tidbit that they want to do it the old fashioned way instead of doing the magical way where everybody gets their memory erased. But, you know, back in the old days when it was revealed Peter Parker was Spider-Man, he always had someone, I think it was the Prowler one time, filled in as Spider-Man, wore his costume and showed up and fooled everybody. So he could have well, Charlie Cox as Daredevil fill in to be... We could have a grown man get into a teenager's <laughs> costume. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. You could also... An adult a little blind man. Bring in an adult blind man to get into a Spider-Man <laughs> costume. And start but swinging around. Daredevil has done that before. Daredevil, yeah, he, Daredevil, he has. Yeah, he has. We don't know that. We don't. We don't know that Peter knows that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. No, but what I, what I was going to suggest was Aunt May, like to try and put on the Spider-Man costume. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So is, uh, Matt Murdock, a you know. No, she should try and fix it. She reaches out to Matt Murdock, right? But then you've also got the whole um, Bendis Daredevil storyline where he got outed, and like it, he he legally went through like different channels and stuff, and and argued, and and he actually had the newspapers retract uh, his uh, the reveal that Matt Murdock was Daredevil. Like he he went through legal channels to make the newspapers <laughs> retract it and everything. Um, to deny that he was Daredevil, which is pretty cool. I mean, pretty cool whip in the the uh, again the two the toothpaste back in the tube, but uh, the toothpaste back the, in the horse carriage, huh? There you go. The, uh, but but the other thing that he has said this week, Tom Holland said this week, is like I promise, there's not three Spider Man in this movie, right? Mm, I promise, there's more. not three Spider Man in this movie, right? So to what PMR was just saying. You could have Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man show up, and then at the fourth act, have Miles Morales show up. Now, if you wanted to do that to prove Peter's not Spider-Man, Miles Morales shows up in the Spider-Man costume while mm. Peter's standing. Ah, that would be good. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, actually. So, but he said there's not three, there's not three Spider-Man in this movie, but he didn't say there wasn't four. Well, I, maybe that's it. Another, um, uh, another uh, young superhero, and again, you guys will have to fill me in on uh, who who the hell's invincible. I have no idea. Oh my god! Everything he's done, how oh, can really? I live up to all that? You need to decide what kind of hero you want to be. Oh my gosh! So it's a young hero who doesn't understand his power, and he gets advice from someone on what kind of hero he needs to be. I mean, this is this is good stuff here. It sounds like what makes it invincible gold, so good. That, that, yeah, that's gold. Why should I watch this on Amazon when it comes out? Well, there's a twist. Uh-huh. Okay, but there's a twist. So essentially the way the – because I think it went like uh, 90 issues or or something like that. Um, Don't ruin it for them. 
No, I'm not ruining the twist. They set it up as it's basically Superman and Superboy, right? And Superboy is coming into his powers. Superboy is invincible, and his dad is Omni Man, right? Okay. And towards the end of the first story arc, there's a big reveal about why Omni Man came to Earth. And it sends the whole thing completely sideways. All right. So, so, and we'll, we'll get into uh, this storyline when we talk about Superman and Lois, too, I think. Uh, maybe we'll see some shades of that as well uh, when we talk about uh, the big man. Speaking of the big man, there's yet another trailer uh, coming out, this time for Modoc. Uh, the the big headed uh, I don't know what he is. What what is Modoc? I don't know. Uh, I never understood Modoc. <laughs> um, what's what's the acronym? Oh, uh, uh, hang on. Like I should have I should have got this. Hang on. Mobile Machine. operational database android killer. Wow. I yeah, I I know it's designed to kill. I can't tell you that. Did I get any of that? May twenty first. It's called the Vic Brothers. I mean, that's what we just copied. It's it's changed, uh, but it was uh, mechanized organism designed only for killing. Oh, I got uh, killing right. Yeah, we're good. Pretty. Hey, that's pretty good. good Businessman. Uh, yeah, about that. We're bankrupt. What? Yeah, it sounds. Uh, it sounds very Venture Brotherish. Uh, uh, CG animation. I don't know. What do you think uh, about this, Alex? Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm probably not going to watch it. Not only because I don't care about Modoc, but it looks very annoying. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, mm. I don't know. It's not my, not my comedy, not my character. No. And it just looks kind of stupid. So I'm just gonna. Sorry, Patton Oswalt. I'm gonna. I'm gonna not. Oh, is it Patton Oswalt? Oh, it God. is Patton Oswalt. Not good. Yeah. All right, Brian. I think you may be the only one in for Modoc here. Yeah, I'm in for it. Like it looks like a robot chicken, Venture Brothers. You know that kind of that kind of animation and humor. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Well, uh, what else do we have here? Uh, You know, we were talking about Zack Snyder and got more Zack Snyder here. That's heavy, brother. But I dig it. Zack Snyder says it's heavy, brother, but I dig it with Army of the Dead uh, coming out on Netflix uh, next month as well. So he's got just or in May, rather, uh, he's got Justice League coming out and then uh, off to Army of the Dead on Netflix. Can I just say this? that It's not 2010. I don't think anybody gives a shit about zombies anymore. Wow. They are old. Zombies, thank you. Zombies have been like way overplayed. I mean, they're done. I mean, I don't know where he's come. Why? Why? PMR, PMR, are you at Starbucks drive-through? He said a drive-through. I'm at a Dunkin' Donuts drive-through. PMR in the (laughs) drive-through. Yep, typical. In so many ways, that's typical. (laughs) So anyway, what I'm saying. The uh, I, I just don't. I, I don't believe anybody gives a shit about zombies anymore. I mean, Walking nope. Dead's on its last leg. I mean, I, I still like it, but I still like zombies. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> no, I still like well, Walking Dead. I don't watch it for the zombies. I mean, I mean here, 
it's just it's played out. It's kind of like, oh, okay. What kind of kicked off this whole zombie like uh, television, you know, and movie phenomenon? Don't say it, Don't like, say it Brian. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, the Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead. The, right? Zack, the Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead, and and that's and so that was and this is essentially a continuation of that universe. Like uh, they're not tying it back to Dawn of the Dead, saying you know it's not the same characters or stuff, but it's in the uh, but it's in that same universe, right? And Dawn of the Dead's an excellent movie. It is good. Now, you know, and, and if and I could, if I, I probably will be wrong, but I just don't. I just there's. I don't see anybody clamoring for it. I don't understand why no one even, you know, no, but I did, hell, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know he made Dawn of the Dead. So Remember, though, this is going on Netflix. This isn't go. It isn't like he's trying to sell us a movie ticket to go see this film. Right. It's going on Netflix. Like it's so it'll 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 do well. <laughs> like it'll do well. It'll open well. It'll it'll get downloaded a bazillion times <laughs> or uh, um, streamed a bazillion times. Um, it does look different. I like the aesthetic of it because it's set in, in Las Vegas, right? And it looks like a little bit uh, more of a comedy zombie type stuff. You think? Yeah, not quite yeah, Shaun of the Dead, le- uh, Shaun of the Dead level comedy, but comedic, a little bit light. A little bit light, yeah. And and there's millions of zombies in the trailer. I mean, it's a sea of of zombies. So, which you ain't getting with Walking Dead, no. You know, but, and, and we're in seasons now where it's like three zombies show up. <laughs> they, they ain't got the budget thing. Well, I mean, the there's extras a lot really of way. You would Spider-Man. think after after what ten years of being zombie land that uh, everybody would just rot away. I mean, well, that's what know. I said. That's what I've always said. Yeah, how are they not decomposing and like falling apart? Can somebody yeah. please just explain that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, speaking of falling apart, I did want to also note uh, something that the Podmen are really going to have to hold tight on is this influx of new podcasts coming out from some of uh, some of the people we are fans of. Right, the Russo yeah. brothers are going to have their own podcast pretty soon. Yeah, how do we compete with that? How do we compete with that? It's signed a multi-year podcast deal with Spotify. And well, then- you may be able to compete with that after looking at the reviews for Cherry. <laughs> and that uh, uh, Russo Brothers Tom Holland joint there uh, but yeah so Not Russo bad, Brothers huh? are coming out with stuff talking about uh, you know I'm sure they have to, to be talking about their Marvel films and stuff like that uh, Ava DuVernay she's going to be talking about uh, uh, the New Gods New Gods thank you DC yeah. Comics is coming out Batman Unburied podcast <laughs> Uh, from David Which, S. Goyer and Jim that Lee. That should be pretty cool. Because yeah. that's going to be, that's going to be, that's not a podcast like us talking. It's going to be a story. It's going to be like a, a, a serialized audio book. Yeah. Did, did anybody ever watch uh, Wolverine or watch? Ever listen to Wolverine, um, the podcast? Like Wolverine, the, I don't know what it was called. Wolverine in the Bayou no. or something like that. But it was the same. It was a serialized uh, audio drama. No, but I did listen to, and I think we talked about this, but I listened to um, uh, Sandman, the audio book. Yeah, yeah. And it covers like the first like 20 issues of Sandman. Uh, it's full cast audio. But yeah, so so if, honestly, they could release that in segments and have three seasons of a, of a podcast. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we should do that, guys. We should, uh, we should read a... Uh a story, a, a book. We should read a script. 
uh, a script. Yeah, yeah. we've talked about that table read of whatever Alex is writing for us. There you go. Mm, chomps. Yeah. Don't call it chomps. Well, yeah, don't call it chomps. Hey, before we get into the movies and TV, I also wanted to, as we're talking about listening, I did want to send out a, a, a listener appreciation to our... <laughs> <laughs> to our good favorite listener, Mark uh, Spires, I think is his name, right? Is it Spires or it's, it's Spears? Spear. Is it what? Spear. Just singular. There we go. Thank you. Uh, so <laughs> Mark Spires, Spe- Sp- Spears, right? Yeah. Spears. Uh, well, Spear. Just one Spear. <laughs> I think so, he's listened to every episode. Actually. I think he is. Is this true, Brian? You you happen to know Mark Spear. And uh, again, hey, Mark, we appreciate you listening. A uh, little bit of the feedback. Uh, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe we appreciate it. Maybe we don't. Uh, but there it is. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. The delayed crickets there. Um, but uh, no, seriously, we appreciate you listening feedback. And uh, you know, at some point you need to get in touch with the pod men and uh, see if you would be up for a, a gift spot here, maybe uh, for a one division episode or something like that. Assuming that you're watching one division like the rest of us. Yeah. We could have a segment long time listener, first time caller. Exactly. And if there's any other listeners out there, Hit that yeah, subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. So you'll know when a new episode comes uh, out. So. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's talk about episodes. Let's go ahead and go on into the TV episodes because we've got a lot to talk about with Wanda and Wanda and Vision and Spy, uh, Superman and Lois Lane. Let's talk about Superman and Lois here first uh, before we get to the juicy details on WandaVision. Uh, did everybody watch it, first of all? We did. Yes. I did. Yes. Alex, and what do we think? I'm there. Alex loves it. Teen, a lot of teen oh, angst oh. in there. Why not? Oh, 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 oh. oh. We're talking about WandaVision or Superman? We're talking Lois. about Superman, talking Superman about- Lois, not WandaVision. Ah, uh, uh, got it. No, it was great. Yeah. It was really good. Okay, still I really, good. I really liked it. Really liked it? With it. Brian? Yep. Yeah, I enjoyed it. There was a lot of fan service. A lot of right. fan service in it. A lot of uh, good iconic scenes recreated there. Podman Ron? Uh, I, I also loved it. I think that this is what DC should have been doing all along with Superman in the movies. And this is how you do superman you know we last week i think brian talked about it's hard to do superman because he's you know a good character and it's hard to do a good character that's naturally good but i this was awesome this was exactly how you do superman and i think alex said it best last night when we talked about it that you put superman in just a different situation and you know yeah there you have it what i told what i told pmr last yeah, what I what I told Peter Marr last night is Superman himself is an interesting character. If you put him in an interesting situation, if you don't put him in a situation where you just make him this martyr figure who's just a god among men, if you humanize him and put him in this position where there's conflict, and he's it doesn't mean he's like a bad guy or, or it demeans him as a person, but if you put him in a situation where he has to make difficult choices or if he has to compromise between personal and 
hero life, it makes that character interesting in, in different ways than other heroes because he is this god power and you know he's a good person. Yeah, it's a, it does a great job of that. There's a great job of balancing and showing that conflict within Clark. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And, and I like well, yeah, the way the that they kind of, I was just going to say they, they kind of went back to, you know, how Christopher Reeve played Clark Kent. Kind of goofy, you know, he was like a dad. I mean, he was perfect. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Well, and the conflict that they're alluding to is the fact that since he's Superman and he's getting pulled so many directions, right? Uh, the kids, his the twins, don't know that he's Superman. He kept that from them um, because he was afraid it would put them at risk, or you know, having this child keep this secret. So he probably waited too long to tell them one, uh, and he's constantly being pulled away. So uh, there's conflict between him and the kids because he's he's almost like an absentee parent to an extent. Yeah, I mean it was yeah. it was great on every level. That show was really really good. The only thing, if I had any problem with it, and I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a problem problem, but they made you know I was used to Smallville from the old days. You know the biggest problem they had was these meteor freaks, and now we have it's the meth problem in Smallville. <laughs> yeah, there's a like, big problem with Smallville. Okay, this is different from the meteor freaks from the old Smallville. We just got meth that. In this Smallville, but but it'll be green you know. math, <laughs> yeah, kryptonite math. So, but no, but other than that, I loved it. I thought this spot on the way that they did the character. I mean, just very, well, very good. I also like the dynamic of you don't know if the kids have powers, and one of the kids has like anxiety issues, and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and the, and the jock son that, that's the natural athlete. And then you've got kind of like the the introverted son who who has has you know some some uh, um, issues dis- issues that uh, now you've set it up to where he's the one with the powers. So you're almost twist. getting into a little bit of a Brightburn sort of situation. It's like, is he going to go bad? Right. Um, and when's the other one's powers going to manifest? Because yep. that's, and that's how going to happen and how at some will point. They manifest? Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was really good. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting that uh, what's a, Tyler, what's his face? The guy that plays Superman. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you would look at him in a uh, casting call or whatever, you'd be like, no, nah, he doesn't look like, you know, Henry Cavill looks like Superman. Christopher Reeve looks yeah. like yeah. Brandon Routh, arguably. You can picture it. Looks like Superman. This yeah. guy does not look like Superman at all. Uh, but he's kind of fantastic, right? Yeah, he yeah. Really is. And the fact that they fixed the costume, right? Oh, they <laughs> right, fixed right. it. They fixed it, yeah. <laughs> Big improvement. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. The way his old costume looked, it was almost like they, they had the belt too high. And yeah, it was like really looked, weird looking. It looked really weird looking. It looked yeah. like he had, like, tree trunk legs and, like, just a tiny torso. It was bizarre. But they but they fixed the costume to where it looks like the new 52 costume, so he doesn't have the underwear. Right on the outside, but it looks great. The costume looks great. Well, he did have the underwear. Yep, in the one scene, the first scene. scene, Yeah, in the opening scene, which Tyler, which we did hear from the actor by Superman, we will get other flashbacks, and we probably will see that costume more. Cool. Which I love that 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 flashback was great. You know, it just showed how innocent and goofy he was, and you know, my mom made this costume. My mom made it. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Well, I mean, and it had the, uh, the golden age symbol, right, with the with the gold crest on the outside right. and the black background, you know, the, the, yeah. the original Super NES. Well, and I didn't realize until somebody posted it today, in that scene, he picks up, like, a, he catches a, a PT Cruiser and sets it down. You did, it Wait a minute. You didn't realize that, Brian? That, they I were didn't hit, realize it. They were hitting you over the head with that PT they Cruiser. They were hitting me over the head with it. Yeah. Oh, and wow. the cover of Superman, Superman comic, or Action Comics number one. Wow. Yeah. You, you must have been just dumbfounded by the, you, you. I was dumbfounded yeah. by the costume. Yeah, and you I'm were like, too. I can't believe they did look it. at I this. I can't believe. Thing. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I think I think he does a really good job as a Clark and as a Superman. Uh, and I, w- I was surprised I liked it. Now, I, I will say that maybe I'll watch a few more episodes of it. Uh, but if it starts getting into too much teen angst and all that stuff, then I may be tapping out of it. And I, I, you can see that's, you know, obviously they want to bring in the kids, uh, the teenagers and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm a little less interested in that part of it. But they did. If they treat it like they've done uh, Stargirl, that's a good show. So if they do in the vein of that, instead of the vein of like The Flash, it, I think it'll be really, really good. I think what I found refreshing about it is it's not the Scooby-Doo gang. Like everything since Buffy the Vampire Slayer has yeah. been the Scooby-Doo gang. You know, so I feel like – at least I feel like they're trying intentionally to break that – like connection or that because it's just a lazy way to write yeah but it's going to get there yeah right i mean you're going to have the two boys and then lana's daughter and then some another love interest is so you're we aren't there yet but it's it has to go there it has to i don't i don't i don't know if we'll ever get there i i for some reason i'm holding out hope just because this first off didn't mention any other cw show didn't mention even cars or l which is great but I don't know. I, this, to me, feels the most comic-accurate interpretation of a character and the most sincere adaptation. Like, I don't think any Arrowverse show so far has done a really sincere interpretation of the character they're portraying. They haven't, like, put their heart and soul into making it feel like a, the character. But this feels like a Superman story. This doesn't feel yeah. like a, a CW all they have a they have a base in in Metropolis that they all meet at and they discuss the mission for today. Like it feels more like That's, a story. I'm telling like you, before just, before season one ends or at least the finale, the barn is going to be the headquarters where the the Scooby uh, yeah. Gang meets. I guarantee you, boys, underneath yeah, was, the barn. So don't get all high and mighty about being sincere here, Alex. This is going to go down the uh, path of every other formulaic TV show that's out there in history. I kind of uh, depressed. I kind of also. <laughs> I uh, I took some notes like while I was watching it, some stuff that I found, that I uh, I noticed. Right? Uh, did you guys notice the um? Well, the toy rocket ship at the beginning was the rocket yep. ship from the for, from the comic book. Right. Uh, yeah. The uh, obviously the video game foreshadowing. You know, with Jordan's <laughs> like Superman sucks right. playing DC versus Mortal Kombat. Did you, when Clark is on the phone with his mom, if you look at the uh, um, the uh, notes like uh, um, whiteboard, yeah, it's got yeah. call call Doctor Donner, and then Siegel and Schuster oh, uh, wow. are listed there. So, so wait a minute, how, how did you notice the Siegel and Schuster sticky notes, but you missed the the green car? I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm very. I'm. I don't understand you. Maybe, maybe. I'm going color colorblind. <laughs> maybe it was a green car. It was green. I thought it was red. Um, 
the other thing that the one thing that that threatened to take me out of the uh, out of the episode. Can you guys guess what it was? Was it the math? That- <laughs> it was no. the math. It was the comically poor location for their Wi-Fi router. Oh well, uh, well, the well, they and they kind of said like, why would why would Gengi put the router up there, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that router, just put it in the barn. Uh, the, the how's it get power? Yeah, it was at the ceiling of the barn. <laughs> right. Like how how does that get get Wi-Fi into the house? Yeah, Clark. It was <laughs> Clark. <laughs> Clark installed it up there so that Ma Kit wouldn't actually, you know, <laughs> accidentally fuck with it. He's like, let me put this out of the way. You got to do that. You yeah. know, Mom will accidentally unplug it or something. Yeah, so, so you got to uh, put it up there. Barn, that barn's at least 50 feet from the house. <laughs> so they, they got power like, running to it. And what's funny is the kids even say the, the, the Wi-Fi signal sucks. Well, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> How would you put the router in the barn? <laughs> But, uh, That's like, just uh, like yeah. Podman, well, Podman Ron's nerditorium. It gets it gets uh, it gets plenty of good Wi Fi signal, right? In your yeah, barn, that's right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. My nerditorium uh, there. Two other things I noticed uh, when Jordan touched the ship and it and it produced the kryptonite. Did you guys? It wasn't green kryptonite. It yeah, was it was orange. That's orange right. What, what does orange kryptonite do, Brian? Gold kryptonite strips Superman of his powers. Right. So, so but there's an orange, isn't there, or no? I thought it was more orange than gold, but maybe uh, I was wrong. No, I, I, I agree with you that on the TV show it was orange. I didn't know if in the comic book uh, canon the old, if there was orange kryptonite. What's the one that splits Superman in two? Is that the orange one? Hang on, I thought that was red. There's one. I I know there's one that makes him gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's one that him. makes him super fat. There is. Oh, well, yeah. look at this. This Well, this is good. I just, uh, according to my sources, orange kryptonite can bestow kryptonian powers onto animals for 24 hours. <laughs> so so maybe maybe the kid, Jordan, uh, only gets it for 24 hours or something, right? That, oh, may, have, yeah. that may fit in with that timeline. That may be why he has the powers is because he held the stone. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Or you could, you could use it to bring in... Um, uh, crypto, crypto, right? yeah. Well, be awesome. well, we will have a crypto. That's my prediction as well. He will be part of the Scooby Gang. Um, Last thing I noticed. Yes. Um, very end. I'm assuming it's been four days. The moratorium's probably over. Uh, the villain is revealed at the end. You don't see his face, right? But he gets on the ship, takes off the helmet. He's bald, but it's green skin, and the ship addresses him as Captain Luthor. So, wait, when I was had, this? Was this a at the very end? Oh, it I was like that. the post credit scene. Okay. So, there's two things that came to mind. There's um, uh, whatever happened to the uh, um, Man of Steel, Man of Tomorrow, right? yeah. Man of Tomorrow, whatever happened to Man of Tomorrow, yeah. Where in Alan Moore were in that comic. Brainiac kills Luthor and hijacks his body. Okay. So you could have something along those. Yeah. Yeah. It was the old school, like, metallic. uh, Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Brainiac, remember? And it was like he was a helmet on top of Luthor, but Luthor was just an animated corpse at that point. So you could do something like that where Luthor has been, um, uh, and they recast so it's not John Cryer. Because John Cryer is Luthor in the show 
will completely take it off the rails. <laughs> but uh, but you can recast Luthor and make it uh, Brainiac Luthor hybrid, which would be pretty cool. Okay. Um, but then it also made me think about the Red Sun um, miniseries by Mark Millar. Did you guys read that? No. In the mid, I saw the, com- the movie. If that counts. All right. Well, the movie is different than the comic, but what ha- what there's a reveal at the end that basically it kind of follows uh, the evolution. You you realize that Red Sun Superman is not it's not our Earth. It's ancient Krypton, and so through the generations, it shows almost like the uh, Genesis in the Bible where. You know, so-and-so begat so-and-so, and so-and-so begat so-and-so. Right. It kind of follows that lineage down from uh, Kal-El to L becomes Lex Luthor. So it, it you could even do something along those lines because he said he's from another planet. So yeah. he could be a distant descendant of Clark Kent. I didn't, or, I didn't think his skin was green. I thought he was just black. No, uh, I didn't think he was black. I just thought he was a white dude. But, no, uh, it was green. Now it could have been like a green hit, uh, like a green light, like that, that kind of. But right. it was green. Yeah. All right, but but you, you guys, you think you'll be in for a while until they screw it up. Until they screw it up. Until <laughs> until they screw it up. Um, if John Cryer walks in as Luthor, I'm out. You're out of it? All right. Well, uh, let's get out of this because we really need to get into uh, the big reveal on WandaVision, right? Which is? <laughs> oh, yeah, the song that's sweeping the nation. Boy, all they talk about is this song. Good Lord. Everybody loves it. It was Agatha all along. All right, so let's talk about WandaVision. And we've, we've learned that Agatha is not who she who she said she was, right? And But everybody else in the world knew who it was. So finally, we're, we've got everybody caught up. Yeah, no, that's right? what's weird about it, but yeah. Right. So uh, without trying to take all the attention to Agatha, we got a photon Captain Marvel, whatever her name is going to be, <laughs> Monica mm-hmm. Rambeau. Uh, we see her probably turning into a superhero in this episode, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. In a, in a very, very accurate costume. Pretty accurate costume. Uh, a little odd that the, uh, you know, the, uh, the shield junk in the trunk, but. the, the uh, sword rover couldn't break through it, but she could. So was that part of her powers emerging sort of? Um, well, you know, part of Captain Marvel is she can turn herself into, um, energy or just light energy. energy yeah. 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 So I'm sure that's probably what kind of happened was she's, she kind of phased into it. All right, but so, uh, uh, so that was good that we finally get something going there. The Wanda and Vision stories uh, uh, take on Modern Family, which I think uh, somebody mentioned uh, that was going. To, that was a little disappointing for me. That that was not quite as. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest gotcha. with you. This was probably my. I mean, other than the two first episodes, which were kind of old, I didn't really didn't care for them too much but this was probably my least favorite yeah. episode i just didn't i you know it was 
I didn't like the stuff with Darcy and the Vision. I thought that was kind of stupid. It was kind of dopey that them just sitting at the stop sign and just kind of dragging right. on and on. And uh, and then the big reveal really wasn't a big reveal. I mean, we all kind of knew it, so you know, I don't know. It just kind of well, we kind of knew it, but the <clears throat> average yeah viewer was probably like <laughs> which the average viewer is probably tuned out by it. now almost. <laughs> yeah. The average well, viewer not, was talking about it. My yeah. God, everybody. That's probably why it. it landed like it did. Like in, in the you know, doing the Munsters theme essentially was really cool. Yeah. But like they spelled it yeah, I like out. That. They spelled it out for you, basically saying, Here is the answer to who's behind it. Right. Like right. it wasn't a a well maybe she no, it's like, look, she was behind all of it. We cannot be more upfront about this. So Agatha is the bad guy. So she is the bad guy and, and again I, I agree with you on this episode, Podman Ron. Uh with vision and uh, Wanda being separated the entire episode, maybe that had something to do with it because you didn't have interaction with those two characters. I don't know, but uh, yeah, not not too too exciting. Um, uh, well, who, who, who wants to tell us a little bit? And I think we may have talked about this before. Who can give us a uh, bio of Agatha Harkness or Agnes or whatever her name is from the comic God. book? Was she a bad guy? I thought I thought she was always a good guy, kind of a old lady mentor to Scarlet Witch, but. Is that she not was. Right? Yeah, she was. And she's also, uh, I had forgotten about this, but uh, she was the nanny for Franklin Richards. Yeah. Right. Well, she started out as a bad guy. She was, she's one of the original witches from Salem back in the day. And she survived all that because she's a witch. Mm-hmm. And she, she came about as a, <laughs> she was a bad guy at first because. Uh, something with the Fantastic Four and Salem and all that good stuff, but then, like Brian just said, that she became Franklin Richards' nanny. <laughs> she was a witch and, with a heart of gold, so let's let them babysit the. And then after, and then after that, she started teaching Wanda witchcraft, and it just kind of went from there. So, so she's she kind of flips both ways. Her son, she's got a son named. Nicholas Scratch, which is like a devil type character, right? Old well, and, uh, and he's a bad guy. And she called the rabbit Mister Scratchy. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. You're right, Senor Scratchy. So, yeah. So, 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 yeah. so we, so we're assuming that she's a bad guy in this, at least initially. She may turn out to be a babysitter. Uh, Alex, do you think that she's the big bad, or do we still have Mephisto waiting behind the curtains? Uh, she's yeah, it's probably still Mephisto. Um, yeah, I, I I kind of agree with everyone here. This is just kind of I think this is the episode that was meant to put you off your footing. I also think that one of the reasons it's less interesting than all the rest is that. We're currently in the modern family era of right. sitcoms. It's not going to be that a, interesting to yeah, all of us. I agree. I agree. Because we're living it. But I think, I think overall, I think again the monsters, the monsters remake is song is really good. It's really catchy. And the world has lost their shit over it. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think that Agatha Agatha's the real villain. <laughs> She's probably not even a villain, right? Per se. She's probably just, you know, doing maybe her she's thing. Being manipulated work. and something like that. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe she has a deal with some higher power. That she's yeah, I think that's. With. I think that's probably yeah. what it is. I think 
what she what it's going to be is her whole plan has been to separate is to isolate Wanda. So her plan was to get to create a wedge between Wanda and the Vision and get him out of the picture. Right? Especially because yeah. he he kept pointing out this isn't right, this isn't right, this doesn't make sense. Right. And so, it's probably all because of the kids, if I had to imagine. Oh yeah, she definitely like the, the comic reason books, is, it's all because of the kids. Yeah, the right. Kids, it's Mephisto wants those kids. Yeah. But so here's here's my thought, what I was gonna say, sorry. Uh, to interrupt. But uh, when she took her downstairs in her house, and then she's got that like, like kind of cathedral like uh, like area in her basement, and you see the dark home uh, is on the the counter, right, or on on a uh, uh, is yeah. down there. So my thought is, she made a deal with Mephisto for the dark home. She doesn't know Wanda. She doesn't care about Wanda. But dar- but Mephisto wants her. Right, so she's doing that because he gave her the dark home, and that's what she wanted. Right. Um, the flip side of that is, I think what she realizes what's what her part in this whole thing, she'll probably flip back, and so that kind of honors the whole thing. Okay. She was she uh, coming in bad, but then but then trying to help fix it, and then maybe even well, being a mentor to to Wanda. But it also that way they don't have to show us Mephisto at all. They can just allude to the fact that it's Mephisto in this series and save Mephisto for uh, Doctor Strange and the uh, Multiverse of Madness. Well, I also, this is a, a theory that I had heard, and I think it's a pretty good one. And now that you, when you just said that about Senior Scratchy, it kind of fits with it, um, which I didn't pick up, but could be where Mephisto is using her to do this for Wanda and has turned her own child into a rabbit and she's doing this to get her her kid back. Well, uh, I mean, as far you know, as like, sinister plans go, that's a pretty that's a good, lame-ass I sinister like plan. I well, like I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, you know. What would if you that do? Was the whole, the, the, if that was the, the whole purpose of the show, was that so Agatha could get her son turned back from a rabbit? Yeah, I'd leave I, a rabbit. I'd have to. All right, well, we'll wait, wait, see. We'll wait till it plays out. Naysayers. We shall see. But I will say it's kind of, kind of interesting, though. If you go through the timeline, what they've done, it's you know, it's each TV show represents just marriage in general. You know, I mean, the newlywed, the first one. The kind of fun, young magic, you know, the second one, the third one, you know, you start having your kids, you're still all in love and everything. The fourth one, you have the very special episode in the 80s and things are starting to kind of unravel a little bit. Life's getting a little bit hectic. Your kids are getting older. And then she you know, just the starts fifth one, the, the, yeah. yeah. And then, and then the 90s, the 90s comes along and the kids, it's just total chaos and it's <clears> hectic in life. Just like the '90s, and then now you've got the the modern family era where they're separated, and you know, just they're just apart now. So it's just kind of funny how this has progressed along with the TV shows, and I it's, I, I just find that very interesting. It's, observation it's, 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 very, it's, it's very well, it's very clever writing on their part of doing this. I mean, just very very clever. But now, I have a theory that I shared with you guys earlier this week that I find as pretty clever. Uh, speaking yeah. of, if I say so myself, I think if I'm I pretty do clever. say so myself. All right. What's right? your I clever, think I'm clever idea? So 
you know, they've said, and they said this week that we still haven't had the big cameo, like right. the the big like earth shattering cameo. It wasn't Peter, uh, you know. So if it's not uh, Quicksilver, right, and you're wanting that um, Luke Skywalker sized <laughs> cameo, right, right. Uh, I can't believe I didn't think of it before now, but all you got to do is say uh, Cap comes back and brings Vision the Mind Stone. So you because uh, if not, Vision's dead after the end of the series. Right. Right. So but if if Cap travels back, we already know he's going back through time and putting the, the putting the stones back where they came from. We always thought he was putting the stone back in, in Loki's scepter. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. why, why would he need to do that? He could just give it back to the Vision, heal the Vision, and now the Vision can confront Wanda uh, in the climax of the series, right? So uh, um, before she breaks bad and becomes the villain of uh, Doctor Strange, which I think that's that's what we're all leading up to. But uh, but yeah, the, like it's very that is Cap clever. Pops Cap pops in. Here's your Mind Stone Vision. Vision sealed. Vision faces off against Wanda. Wanda rides off into the sunset under the influence of Agatha slash Mephisto. Pause and run. Uh, you buy it? Yeah, well, I like it. I like it. That that would be a that would be a Luke Skywalker moment. Yeah, Cap is. I mean, other than Tony, I mean, a Cap is. It would be even a bigger get than Tony. Like he fits more into it than you know uh, than even anybody else. Luke Skywalker of the universe is Captain America. So, unless they did the John Krasinski thing, still. Yeah, I still like the John Krasinski thing. I think we're a little late in the series now because we only have two episodes left, and you know, one of those episodes. Well, but yeah, it's late, but they're they're going to save that for just like the Luke Skywalker. It's going to be the last episode. You know, they can't right, but they'd have to explain who he is. So the thing with the Luke Skywalker thing is you don't have to explain who Cap is. Right, right. Like, they can have that moment where everything looks bleak and, boom, there's Captain America. um, And you get that jump out of your seat moment. Jump out of your seat. All right. (laughs) Empty your bowels before the end of WandaVision, boys. You're going to be in that seat for a while. (laughs) All right, so uh, we'll look forward to the next episode. Any thoughts of what the uh, TV theme is going to be, Podman Ron? Since you're uh, relating it to a relationship, uh, what do you? I think? honestly think I think now that Agatha's uh, in control, it'll be an Agatha theme. It'll be like an evil type, something weird like that. Because it's I don't know, you know if we're going to get. She's a in theme. control. Ah, she's in control. Alex now. is thinking. Yeah, I don't think I don't we're going to see. I think it's going to be mainly like a two-part finale. This is yeah, I, I, I think I think we've I think we've ended the sitcomness of this of this world, and I think we're just we're we're just gearing up for the finale. Now. Yeah, the reveal that she that she's been manipulating it the whole time would pop the bubble of of, uh, of the sitcom. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, this, I, this, I, this, I'm with you on that one as well. We'll see in a few short hours. Uh, yeah, a few I tell you this: this show's so hot that it uh, uh, Disney last week uh, the streaming went down because everybody what? was accessing it. Yeah, wow. like three yeah. o'clock in the morning or whatever. Yeah, it, they had yeah, to crash the site. It did crash the site. I was up for it. It did crash. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. So there you go. The All show right. is like 
And I think it's just the, the mystery of it and the, you know, the funness of the, the sitcoms. I think everybody's just enjoying all that. I, this releasing it week by week has really paid off for Disney. All right. Well, we'll see. We got a few more episodes uh, and everybody space out your viewing. You know, not, you know, you don't have to watch it at three o'clock in the morning, everyone. Just space it out or whenever they release it. Uh, Brian, uh, we, we have a lot of other stuff to go to. Can we talk about Final Space next week? Or did you want to just mention yeah, anything? No, about we can it? talk Final Space. We'll talk about it next. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> go next ahead. week's fine. All right. Well, right now, uh, <laughs> this is going to be, has to be my favorite part of the show. Uh, let's go to the movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Time to go. Woo! All right. And uh, we only have one movie review uh, this week, and that's from PMR. The only one that matters. The only one that matters. Oh, my God. PMR, tell us about his house. Now, just to do a recap for Mark, um, that this is really uh, a new segment called uh, Spin the Streaming Wheel. Uh, it landed on Podman Ron. We spin it again, and we pick out his movie, and it's his house on Netflix uh, about a well, South Sudan uh, refugee. Uh, help us out here, PMR. What was this movie about? Because well, I know you watched this it. Is, uh, this is I did. <laughs> I did watch his house, and uh, and this is the reason we're doing this wheel of streaming so we can save our people, listeners, from movies like this. <laughs> um, no, his got, house is directed good reviews. Re- uh, I'm getting it. into that. Let me get let me get right, into that. Shut up, shut this, up, it's get directed it. by Remy Weeks and uh, stars uh, some people's names I cannot pronounce. Uh, <laughs> so Paige Daruso, yeah, Wuni Musaku, and Matt Smith, of course, was in this. And like I told uh, Alex, I, I guess he owed someone a favor um, because he was in it. I sat through this. Wow, and it it was I. I'm sorry. I just did not enjoy it. Uh, it. To me, it was not scary, and I'm easily scared at stuff like this. To me, was, <laughs> Everybody knows I'm skittish. To me, it was very <clears throat> boring at the very – is there was just long, just drawn out. They hardly talk to each other, and you're just waiting, and the monster's in the wall, and the ghost or you know, they see things, and – Oh my God! It, it was just—I so, don't know. And I looked. I, I was curious what the Rotten Tomatoes was, and it's a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's why we picked this I, movie out. I thought I you would enjoy it. I don't know what what people why they're doing it. Maybe because I don't know. I don't know. It's I I, I can't wrap my head around it. For one thing, I think it's a bad idea. This movie is a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Yes, so it does. I think and, I don't think this is I don't think this is the movie's problem. And I think this might just be a PMR problem. No, have, have you, you know tried what? to watch it? Did Alex? you know what, Alex? Put your money where your mouth is and watch this. No, you know what? Let Brian watch it because Alex will just say it's great because I'm saying it's not. Brian, I want you to watch this movie. God, well, how do I get me. pulled into this? Well, uh, no, so I, want Brian, you, I want you to watch it, Brian, and you come back next week and tell me I'm not wrong. Well, I, I will say this, uh, Brian. Have you? Attempted to watch it just out of curiosity. Oh God, no! Okay, I've tried twice to watch it. I've it's not, gone I've not oh, gotten wow. more than a half hour into it either time. Oh Jesus! Oh wow! Dude, I, when I say I tried, because oh, you know, once I watched the trailer, I was like, okay, this 
this is entertaining. For one thing, I don't think you should make a horror movie out of, out of the plight of the South Sudan. You know, uh, I think <laughs> it, it was like it was like this a is woke PMR. I swear to God, no, it was like, with exactly. It was like I didn't know whether it was like okay, if this was a movie about their plight as from South Sudan. I would probably more be more interested than this silly shit going on in this fucking house. Wow. I mean, it made no, okay. I mean, I so, was more so like, just, well, why, why are the British treating these people like this? Or why are these people, you know, the Brit, the, you know, why are they being treated like this by the, the British? There was a lot of questions, but we're too worried about this goddamn thing in the wall that, he, oh, it was just, it was awful. It was fucking, so, and then there's a big twist. Oh. There's a big twist in the last 30 minutes. Brian loves a good that, twist. That you're so goddamn bored out of your mind that when it comes, you're like, oh, all right, well, all right, that's, that's, that's interesting. I mean, it, it was terrible. And Matt Smith, I mean, he's there. He's just the paper pusher. I mean, he was there. Uh, you for- don't like the house? You don't like the house? Oh, well, don't, don't mess it up. <laughs> He, he was that, probably in it maybe, what, geez. 10 minutes tops? Maybe? Five May, minutes? If you pull it all together, maybe yeah. 10, 15 minutes. I yeah. mean, it... Whew. That's what it looked and, like. And like okay. I said, these guys, this this actor and this actress, they don't hardly talk. And when they do... It's a very I mean, quiet you know, movie. Yeah, it's, very quiet movie. Yeah, oh, God. I No, I... You know, I'm I'm sorry. Rotten Tomatoes and all you reviewers out there, I know you're pandering and acting bullshit. That's bullshit. This movie, you didn't sit through this movie and go, ooh, that was a great movie. There's no fucking way anybody <laughs> sat through this movie and thought it was a good movie. Wow. I mean, this... an hour of my hour and half of my time I cannot get back. Well, I appreciate this. you, and, and I know Mark appreciates you, uh, really sticking to it and uh, doing uh, yes. doing I'm telling the good you people, do not watch this movie. Right, you're going to so, get 30 uh, minutes into it, and you're going to turn it off. A because... PMR rating of what? Oh Jesus! Zero. I mean, fuck. Wow. Uh, don't even. No, don't even just, try. Don't even know. Again, I've I've tried to watch it a couple of times. Now I I want to see what the twist ending is, so I may fast forward to the ending. Uh, but it was almost a little bit like uh, I'm not sure if either of you boys have watched uh, ba- what is it Babadook Babadook Babadook. I w- I've watched Babadook. Babadook. Yeah. I don't know if I've watched all of that for almost the same reason. The pacing is so slow and it's so quiet and and all of that. Um, so I, I and, and everybody loves Babadook, but I've tried several <laughs> times to watch that and it didn't take with me either. The problem is we're in the era of the PG-13 horror movie. Ah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very the true. problem. Yeah. No, the problem is this is a boring fucking stupid well, No, I, I'm not saying I'm, – <laughs> I'm talking about like the Babadook and, and the way everything oh, is God. trending, right? Right. Because it's like we can't – we don't want to R because that will limit our box office. Yeah. So let's do the PG-13 scary movie. Well, then they're just making it for tweens anyway. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so yeah. – uh, it's it's not going to be scary, and like with the Babadook, it's like hey, it was interesting. Like it wasn't scary. Like right. it was just interesting. It, An interesting. Yeah, moment. it was just interesting. But then at the same time, it's like you got this whole like they're they're under this dark cloud of the mom has got like mental issues right. and and the the kids got emotional issues and the dad's dead. So it's like it's like this, <laughs> everybody's got like, a problem. <laughs> Everybody's got a problem. It's this drama. They're they're locked in the house by themselves because they have no budget for the movie. You know, it's yeah. 
it's that PG-13 mentality. But that's why so many of these movies are bad is because it, they can make them on no budget. Yeah. They can PG-13. Not have really a not have much. Yeah. Not, no blood, no sex, no special effects. Um, they can lock them in a house, make the film for, you know, $20 million. And if it makes $80 million, that's a tremendous, you know, return yeah. on investment. Yeah. Well, I don't know about all that. All I know is this movie sucks. All right. Well, PMR, that means you've you've put in through you did your time on the the spin the streaming wheel. Uh, it may land on you again. We're not taking you off the wheel, but we are taking his house off. So you get to well, name to- a Netflix replacement movie that whoever wins or loses, uh, you know, if they land on this, they have to watch. Do you do you know what your your replacement movie is? Um, you know what? I do. Okay. It is. You can tell us. Don't be afraid. Don't fear. It's I care a lot. Okay. We've, uh, Rosemary, uh, somebody or another. What's her name? With Peter Dinklage and Peter Rosamond. Rosamund Rosamund Pike. Thank you, thank you. It's a court-appointed legal guardian defrauds her older clients and traps them under her care. But her latest mark comes with some unexpected baggage. Hilarity will ensue. And there you go. And you got the comic book connection with Peter Dinklage. Pretty decent. There you go. That that looks pretty decent. Okay, I care a lot. All right. Uh, So, who's feeling lucky? You want to go ahead and spin the wheel? We ready? Let's let's, let's spin the wheel. Spin this wheel. Slowing down, and it is (laughs) all pod men. What? All pod men. No. Oh god! Damn it! So let me share this result with you to make sure that uh, you do not think I'm lying, boys. All right. So all pod men must watch this. Okay. Okay, what are we watching? All yeah, right, what are we watching? All right, let me pull up the wheel here. Uh, so I'm replacing <laughs> his house with I Care A Lot. Uh, and let's spin this wheel. Alex, do you want to give it a spin? Yeah, yeah, let's 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 give it a spin. Okay, Alex, you're spinning it. And I'm spinning it. A good, strong spin there. It's slowing down to... Well, I, I, I haven't had time to replace it, but it landed on his house, which means I care a lot. Oh, All right, so really? was there any other movies on the wheel? There are, yes. <laughs> There's some pretty he good just ones. had a wheel full of his house. Yes, our <laughs> wheel full of his house. All right, so you see it right there, boys. I'm not cheating us anything other than, you know, obviously I haven't uh, changed the name of uh, on his house there, but I care a lot, so you've got a, a week to watch it. You think you can do it, Alex? Yeah. Hey, if I can watch his house, y'all can watch this movie. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to watch both. I'm gonna have to watch his house and I care a lot because I really am interested to see how boring this movie is. It's, it's, I, you know, it may be good. I will, I, I love a good no, quiet movie, not. but I had a hard time with it. I could not digest it. I'm sorry. Okay. So, all right. So that's our homework, boys. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll move into our, our next segment here. But I know, uh, by next week, you, uh, you better be looking at, uh, that movie. So for this week, let's see. What you looking at? Let's see what you're looking at. Brian, what are you looking at nowadays? 
I am looking at uh, the Alpha and Omega books for kind of the reboot of uh, <laughs> one half of the DC universe. Uh, they did uh, Generation Shattered uh, in January before they started all the future state stuff. And then they just did Generations Forged uh, this week. And so they're both 80-page issues. Uh, they're both written by Dan Jurgens, and they have, like, alternating artists. But uh, essentially what the big reveal is, well, uh, Generation Shattered feels like a – it feels like zero hour. Like, all these universes, all these timelines are ending. And they even have, like, the white, like, the, where everything gets whited out, you know, like they did in zero hour in right. the 90s. Um and so there's a couple of reveals in the end of this. And essentially what they're doing is uh, they're calling it the, um, uh, oh, man, linear verse, the linear verse. So basically uh, at the, the finale of it, it, well, it pulled out Sinestro from like the 70s. It pulled out Commandi from the future. It pulled Batman from 1939. Right. It pulled out. Uh, uh, so so wait a minute. So they're copying Avengers forever. It sounds like maybe because and and you tell me, <laughs> yeah, tell me a second, because I don't remember Avengers forever that well. But they pulled out steel from the 90s. They pulled out Superboy from like the, sounds the like Avengers 60s, forever. 50s, 3D. Yeah, and they pull out 3D man. No, no, no. I wish. <laughs> so triathlon, you mean? Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Essentially, what happens is at the end of the story arc, uh, Wave Rider shows up, and it's him, and, and he brings 1939 Batman back to his timeline. And he says, he tells him, your youth and vitality will endure for decades, enabling you to be effective far longer than the universal norm. Uh, and then Batman hypothesizes during the story, because uh, they, they, they find out about the crises, <laughs> Uh, he basically says, you know, what if those eras weren't destroyed but just moved? Is it any more far-fetched to believe those eras are out there somewhere just hidden to us? Jeez so Christ. what they're essentially saying is – no, not really. They're basically saying everything happened at, from the beginning of the, of, of the first uh, issue of Superman until now. Everything happened. But the crises didn't wipe out and restart millions of years of – uh, a universe what it did was the, it really like in a meta way hid the stuff that didn't make sense anymore and shuttled shuffled it off but then so when does this so book get into, hidden yeah, no. <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say did it hide itself this no. is a mess. shuffle on yeah. <laughs> basically everything happened and the crises were editorial coming in and saying okay these parts of the universe don't make sense anymore and and them being hidden from the characters but essentially batman has been has lived since 19 has been batman since 1939 he doesn't remember all of it but he has been there since 1939 batman's always with you <laughs> All right. It's like Batman now, Jesus. He's always with you. That's one half of the DC universe. That's like <laughs> the DC, you know, Prime, uh, Earth Prime. That's oh, what they said at the end of um, Metal, uh, D, uh, Dark Knight's Metal, that now there was two centers to the to the um, multiverse. So the center that is Earth Prime 
And then basically what is sounds like it's going to be the center of the universe that is DC's version of uh, like uh, Marvel's Ultimates line. All right. So. Wow, this that seems really just, complicated. Yeah, that does seem this way. They they are just like, well, what okay, let's, let's explain this now. It's like just stop and just do. Just start. To I agree. Work. I would just like some comic books. Yeah, I mean, God, it's like a crisis and a retooling of their universe every time you turn around. It's like people just want to see the stories and just read stories. They don't. You don't have to retool everything. You know. After Crisis on Infinite Earth, they tried to do all that retooling stuff, and it, it just convoluted it. Well, honestly, the best just one was Zero They just hour. finally just went, well, yeah, but then they just finally just went, you know what? We're just telling a story. And that's basically what they did. So that's what they need to do now. They just need to get, quit trying to fix things and just just start telling stories. Get this 2021 just, Jeep Grand Cherokee. Audio issue. Anyway. Anyway, that's my that's my thought. All right, so uh, maybe not a good sell on the generations, Brian. Uh, oh no, it's not, but I wanted. I'm not saying it's a great sell. Or right. I'm telling you this the same reason Podman Ron gave his 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 house review. You know, kind of what's happening without having right. to spend twenty dollars and read 160 pages. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, for them, just are probably going to wipe it out anyway in another like six months anyway. So I mean, I mean, it sounds interesting. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it sounds interesting, and I I wouldn't mind looking at it, but I just know they're just going to retool it again in six months. So well, the biggest plus of it all is if you wanted to get back to the DC Prime universe, letting Dan Jurgens set the ground rules. Uh, is probably the best case scenario. Yeah, you know I, mean? I agree. Yeah, I agree with that because yeah, you're right. And when you said his name, I was like, oh, that's no, this is probably going to be pretty good. But then you start explaining it, and I was like, oh god. Uh, he, <laughs> then I kept talking. He kept talking. Brian, what about Forged? Is that is that a game? What is Forged? No, that's the that no, that's, that's, that's it. Part of it's this. Forged. Yeah, oh, there was okay. it was I'm Alpha sorry. and Omega. It was that. generations. Yeah, it was Generation Shattered was the uh, ah. Alpha book, and then Generations Forged, Forged. was the okay. Omega. I thought you were watching book. Forged by Fire, what the uh, uh, sword making competition show on uh, the Hunting Channel or something like that. No. <laughs> okay, well that that's not that bad. Probably better than your Generations book, actually. Watching, well, and that's watching grown men make swords out of metal. I mean, PMR certainly. There's something there for you. <laughs> or teen, or uh, teenagers with a, a pile well, of leaves pipe. trying to make a sword. Well, that uh, that would have worked. Just it would have been that meddling old fool, my father. Just keep hitting it, Brad. It'll turn into a sword any minute now. <laughs> we just gotta keep beating it. I'll call you for dinner. <laughs> All right. I've uh, never seen a, your dad look so much so disappointed. Oh, I've, I've seen it many a times in my life. That was one of many times my father was disappointed by my uh, weaponry making ability. The choice in friends. <laughs> choice in friends. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of uh, choices and friends, uh, I. Took Podman Ron's advice. Uh, we'll stay away from his house. But I've uh, watched, I uh, binge watched all of Silicon Valley. 
Ah, and I loved it. It was good. Yeah, yeah uh, it was I, great, wasn't it? I like the ending. I think you said that you weren't a big fan of the ending. I did not like the ending. Did no. not like the ending. I no, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, as I was uh, about after, it felt like it could have been. It should have been three seasons. I think it was six or something like that. Should have been three seasons um, because as I was watching after season three, I'm like, okay, this is getting into Cobra Kai type territory, even though this all happened before Cobra Kai and maybe why you liked it so much for <clears throat> within a 30 minute episode. There were so many, uh, I'm the bad guy. No, I'm the good guy. Now I'm a, I'm a lying with this person. No, I'm an enemy with this person. There was there a, lot a lot of, of that, <laughs> a lot and of back and forth of, on it. So th- that, there's a lot of, we, we won, we did good. And then, and then uh, you lost. Off, and then, falls apart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Daniel's happy. Somebody's coming to take his car dealership away from him. And all right. So, exactly. There was so, a lot of that. It, it, and again, they packed a lot into it in 30, uh, 30 minutes. Uh, overall though, no, I, I liked it quite a bit. I appreciate you, uh, you know, suggesting that and watching, watching it through. Uh, again, I will say that, um, uh, some of the work that I do nowadays, but more in previous uh, work experience, where I worked a little bit closer with developers and stuff, uh, they they it, it hit too close for home in a lot of things. It was a little painful <laughs> no, to watch sad. sometimes because it's scary. Like, it's like, oh my god, yes, I knew these people, and yeah, there was always a tall, skinny one. There was always <laughs> yeah. a, was so funny a guy from that. India. There was always the smart ass guy. I mean, I swear to God, <laughs> it was like that. So, and I had lunch with these people every day for years and years and years. So, uh, no, it was. Uh, you guys start thinking, accurate. which guy am I? Which, yeah, well, we were. I always. Thought we were more, a little bit more like Seinfeld type characters rather than Silicon uh, Valley. <laughs> uh, and we all have to figure out who's who on that one. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, that, I think that's about all I was looking at. I did uh, try to read some funny books, uh, but some Wanda uh, Vision funny books where they got married and stuff like that back in the day. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah. Again, yeah. my attention span to comic books, even the old school comic books, not certainly not the new ones now, where all they do is fucking talk uh, to each other and to the, the walls. Uh, but even with the old school ones, I'm like, oh my god, this is these are kind of boring. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. I think uh, maybe not too much attraction for comic books for me anymore. When we're talking uh, HBO series, has anybody else watched Barry? Uh, I watched the first season. I don't. I think it's only two, or is it three seasons? It's only two, but they're two. they're coming back with a yeah. third season. So it's good. I liked. It. I did, I just didn't watch the second one, but I thought it was good. I like Bill Hader a lot. So yeah. Well, and the the guy that steals the show is Noho yeah. Hank. Yeah, that guy's friggin' fantastic. That's he's like the Dewey Crow of that show, Ron. <laughs> well, I think actually he's, we we lost Podman Ron here, but keep talking. Yeah, it's excellent. So uh, I didn't, that's, you know, uh, to make up for my what you're looking at that was terrible. <laughs> All right. So you will. Pick. I'll give you, here's your palate cleanser. Go watch Barry on HBO. All right. Well, I let's actually go. haven't. I've always heard good things, but I haven't, I haven't watched Barry at all. It's funny, but Bill Hader's not the fun. I mean, he's, he's funny, but man, Noho Hank is unbelievable. He's this yeah, gangster. I, but uh-huh. well, uh, let me let me let's get Podman Ron back on the phone here real quick. Uh, and uh, Podman Ron, are you with us? I am. Uh, 
God. We've lost Brad. Uh, no, no, we're, what we're we so do? good. What oh, do we back. do? No, we do. I, I just, oh, I had to get out and get out of the room here, out of the studio, walk over to the car and knock on Podman Ron's window. He's back with us now. Uh, Podman Ron, you were, you were just, uh, you just missed Brian's uh, pitch for Barry. Have you watched What's, Barry on uh, HBO? No, HBO. Is that with the with the the Fonz. Yep. The Fonz. No, oh yeah, it's got the Fonz. It's Bill Hader's in it. <laughs> He's in right? it too. He's the is main guy. Yeah, it's very good. And there's one there's one character in it called Noho Hank that steals the freaking show. He's the well, best part of the whole show. He's like the Dewey Crow. I was just telling Brad. He's like the Dewey Crow of of uh, their universe. Now I've heard unbelievable. I've heard this was a good show. What's it on? What's it streaming on? Anything? It's on HBO Max. Okay, how many seasons? Two, two seasons so far. I think they're ten episodes each, and season three is I think to be so, supposed to be sometime this year. Yeah, it's uh, very easy to watch. Yeah, I, and they're only like thirty minutes. I think. Yeah, that's why I mean. <laughs> what are they? Thirty minutes? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like thirty minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Basically, We've been looking for a new show. So he's a hit. What about the wire? Uh, he's thirty minutes. Yeah. He's a hit man that uh, decides that he wants to go be a uh, an actor in Hollywood, but he's still a hit man. And comedy ensues. Comedy ensues. Um, speaking of old uh, half hour uh, shows, uh, Party Down, Podman Ron. I've been watching that. I've enjoyed it. It's you know, it's tell us what it's about. It's about a catering business, and it's, I, I think, five people are in this catering business, and they they go to these different parties on each episode is a different party, and, but and hilarity ensues. The cast, right? The cast is all star. Is uh, Adam Scott, right? Adam Scott. You've Jack got Jane, Jane Lynch. Lizzie got, Kaplan. Who? Lizzie Kaplan. The chick. Is it? Okay, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the female lead. Uh, <laughs> well, I've never heard her in anything else. I mean, I've heard Jane Lynch before, and I've heard of, you know, Adam Scott, and Michael, and of course, Martin Starr. Is Michael Schur? Who is who's the Michael uh, Starr from uh, uh, Spider-Man Valley. movies. Yeah, and Silicon Valley. Valley. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I mean, it's a good show. I mean, it's Martin it's, Starr, not Michael Starr. Yeah. yeah, it's Martin Starr. I was thinking Michael Schur. What's the... Michael Schur's from The Office. What's that? Michael Schur's from The Office, is he not? Oh, okay. There he is. I was thinking, yes. who's the other guy that was in uh, Wet Hot American Summer? I forgot. Hold on. You talk about yourselves. The main guy, the boss. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's a good show. It's not... It's not like a la- you don't call laugh out loud funny, you know. It's it, it's just kind of like a eh, okay, kind of like oh, yeah, but good. it's enjoyable. Time. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not dissing it. It's just it's uh it's good. I mean, it's good. I can see why I only lasted two seasons though, because after <clears> a while, I'm sure it just would run out of ideas. Well, no, I think they all started get it was it, they all started getting pulled into Real other job. projects. Yeah. In it's a great cast. I, uh, I mean, it's actually, it's oh, definitely it, a cast-driven show. I mean, it's it, the cast is what makes it such a enjoyable to watch. And it's got uh, Dick Casablancas from Veronica Mars. What's his name? Ryan um, Hanson. Ryan Hanson. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. 
So, but you know, this may be a polarizing point to make, but Ron said, you know, it's not laugh out loud, but how often was the office like, laugh no, no. Out yeah, loud? yeah. And you know what? I almost said that. I almost, almost said, said that it. I did. I almost said that it's kind of like the office, you know, you don't, it's that subtle humor. You just kind of like, kind of laugh to yourself. You're not like, ah, ah yeah, that's great. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah, that was pretty funny. You're not, so, you're not going to guffaw. Right. No, I, but like I said, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a solid show. If I, for anybody out there wanting to watch a good 30 minute, just comedy that I would definitely recommend it. All right. Look at that. Maybe, maybe we'll get more people, uh, listening. Pudman Run has been, I would say pretty solid on his recommendations. I'm- his I'm house, uh, Silicon Valley, up, and now house, party yeah. down. I mean, yeah, I want Brian to watch his house, and then you can tell me if I'm fucking lying. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I dare you. No, it just makes me mad that Rotten Tomatoes actually gave that a hundred percent. Yeah, well, I, Rotten Tomatoes. You you understand that Rotten Tomatoes isn't just like one person, right? You you, you understand it's more I'm than just a bunch of cur- And <laughs> it's lied to you. I'm living. It's not reliable in the first place, so. Yeah. yeah, but the audience was 75%. 75%. Wow. Well, yeah. that's that's the problem with Rotten Tomatoes is if 100 people say, well, it, I would give it a D, then it's going to be 100%, 100% um, positive, right? It didn't fail, but yeah. It's not. They're not. It's not going in and saying, you know, it's the greatest movie in the world. They're not. They're not rating it zero to a hundred. They're asking a hundred people, did you like it or not? Yeah, and those hundred people, you know, but, they were But that's crazy. a low bar. You know, it's like, well, it was okay. I, uh, it kept my attention. That's a no. that's a certified fresh review. Like like that's the problem with Rotten Tomatoes. It was great. I was able to do my housework while I was on in the background. Right. It's well, no. <laughs> it's no uh, uh, Podman rating. No, PMR, the PMR rating, not the Podman PMR rating, rating, the PMR rating. <laughs> the Podman rating. Rating. All right, Alex, <laughs> help us out here as we wind down here. Uh, oh, God. you got a documentary for us. Yeah, I feel like today's just the day of everyone giving negative reviews. Oh, um, I gave a good one for the other one. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, this documentary, I think it's called Hotel Cecil. I actually don't know. I wasn't the one who turned it on. Uh, Cecil. I was, I was Cecil. Cecil, Cecil. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Um, it's the Cecil it's Hotel, a, but the documentary is called C- Hotel Cecil. It's the, it's the Cecil Hotel in Hollywood in Los Angeles, yeah. uh, and it's about the the famous uh, mystery of Alita Lamb, who was a woman, a 19-year-old college student, who they found dead inside a water tower. After, like, videos of her, like, kind of going nutso in an elevator were released by the police and everything. So it's, it's, it's targeted as this, like, whodunit case or this supernatural-esque, like, case. Um, and it's... You know, for the first episode and maybe the first two episodes, it's investing. It's like you're invested in this girl. You're invested in the story. But by episode three, you start to realize that the documentary doesn't need to be a four-hour-and-a-half documentary. It, it's really just a pretty simple pretty story. Thin. about. A, yeah, it's very thin. Like, they say this – there's – 
one of the biggest things about it is that when they find they they originally tell you in the police report that when they find Elisa Lam in the water tower, the lid is shut. And so and it's not a hinge or anything. It's a lift off and lift on lid. Mm-hmm. And so they, they go out of their way to make that a big deal. Like, oh, my God, she was murdered because someone had to put the lid back on it. Right. Well, you go for four. You go for three episodes thinking this. And by the last episode, in the last 20 minutes, they decide to tell you that it was just that the guy who found her initially like said that when he found her, the lid was off. Ah. So it was just it was just a mistake in the police report. So basically, we spent four hours hearing about this girl and about this so-called lid that could be a reason for suspecting murder. When in reality, in the, the end, covered it's, it. now where, where, yeah. where was this? Where, where did you watch this at? And you said it was a series, not a movie, but it's a documentary. Yeah, I watched this on Netflix. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't There's recommend a- it. it. It was pretty terrible. Um, if you want to watch a good murder documentary on Netflix, just watch "Don't Fuck with Cats." Uh, that's really good. Okay. But this. This one's pretty terrible and pretty garbage. Alex, wasn't there wasn't there also a thing about her clothes and Oh yes, in the movie Dark Water. Jennifer Connelly. That, that basically there's this movie Dark Water that where this little girl wearing a red coat that goes to this hotel and it starts like everything in the hotel is kind of weird and ominous and by the end of the movie she dies in a water tank. Well, Lisa Lamb was wearing a red coat, and the hotel was weird, and there's a bunch of death involved in that hotel, and she dies in a water tower. And so right. it's and then yeah. wasn't there also wasn't she traveling with people like as, a, as like as a hostel she was staying with people and they had like some big fight or something and she got kicked out of the uh, hotel room. They moved rooms because she was acting all weird. But they do tell you in the documentary she has bipolar one disorder, which is basically <laughs> if you stop taking your meds, you do go insane and you start hallucinating and things like that. So basically, this girl just stopped taking her medication on vacation and she went nuts and she went and tried to like cool off in the water tower thinking it was like because she just didn't know what it was. And she drowned, and that was pretty Case much closed. all that happened. And I wasted five <laughs> hours watching it just to figure out that that was what happened, and I was very disappointed. So well, Netflix got you too, too, huh? Netflix yeah. got you too. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix. You got to watch out for Netflix. You got to watch out. You really for Netflix, do. Man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I would like to watch if I could find it anywhere is uh, King of Kong. I'm jonesing to watch King of Kong again. Alex, it used to be on net, on uh, Amazon. What's King of Kong? Is. is it a murder it's, documentary or what? No, it's a documentary about the guy that set the record for Donkey Kong, <laughs> who's a complete <laughs> douchebag, and the guy that's oh, trying that's to go after funny. his record. It's a sad, sad story. It's it's phenomenal. It's great. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the King of Kong. Yeah, well, I don't orders. recommend this documentary. It's wow. shit. <laughs> All right. Well, geez, not, it's been not. a bad. It was a. It was a bad week for for uh, what you're looking at. You know, it was. It was yeah. a good week. Like it. Wow. Yeah. All right. like, well, we saved the listeners' time. 
We wasted yeah, we an did. hour and a half. Yeah, we definitely we, saved some We time. probably saved them seven hours of time <laughs> in watching these programs. <laughs> See? We yeah. did our duty. All right. Well, uh, you know, hopefully we'll uh, save some people some time and learn about I Care A Lot next week from and, all four and, of the podcasts. And, and remind people to hit the subscribe button. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. hit the subscribe, give us a like, save us, whatever algorithm yeah, you can do there, Mark. We appreciate it. Let us know what, what, what you think about our, this episode. Yeah, Please. and uh, Podman Ron, you need to, uh, you know, it's well known that you're the idea guy, first of all, right? Um, the idea guy, yes. I'm the idea guy. So I need to more, what, make an idea? We need more ideas here. Make it, I need to make an idea. <laughs> make, <laughs> you get working on that PMR. You get working on making an idea. <laughs> working on an idea. I'll be in the garage to... if anybody needs me. <laughs> I'm making an idea, woman. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I'll come up with something to, to, yeah. to do what? what am uh, I doing? I don't, again, uh, publicity. We need a publicity agent. We need a publicity stunt. Yeah, we need a publicity. Yeah. Can you, can you take canceled. a bath in a water tower somewhere? We need a publicity stunt. As long as can, uh, canceled. Can, uh, culture canceled. Uh, intern Alex fall down a well? <laughs> I, I could. I could. If, if, if needed. We can go live for 24 hours. Alex is in the well. <laughs> Start doing start up podman streaming. We can you can start streaming, guys. You want to start streaming? Streaming live. I think we yeah. should be going backwards with technology. Let's just <laughs> just start a blog. Yeah. Start a radio. We should a newsletter that we actually mail out. <laughs> a newsletter. Podman blog. Excelsior. <laughs> hey, uh, one thing that we need to talk about next time. Somebody. Uh, needs to re- wasn't there an article or a book something about Stan Lee that kind oh, of yeah. tarnishes his reputation a little bit? Yeah, There's- you know what? I actually want to read that. I can't oh. remember what it is, but I do. I, it just came out. Yeah, yeah. Not so maybe we we definitely need to get it, uh, one of you educated pod men to uh, ah. to to read that and uh, give us a review of that. We'll let Alex read it because I can't even read an article. I, I always want y'all to, you know. Yeah, I skimmed it. Highlight it. <laughs> I'm waiting for the cliff notes of the article or yeah. if Brian, you know, about? could just summarize it instead of these long text. I mean, I can, I can summarize it for you. It's Jack Irby did everything. So there you go. <laughs> it's Stanley so took go. It. It's called uh, True Believer, The Rise and Fall of Stanley. Ouch. I will, but you know what? I will, I'll say this. Stanley was an idea man. Yeah, just so, like Podman Ron. Uh, idea man. We have no talent. We cannot draw, but we got great ideas. Yeah. So Stanley, that's the same thing. You just need to sucker somebody in to help execute, right? right exactly, Brian. Right. You know this. <laughs> I understand, understand those. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. This all my life. I mean, come on. I like it. Jeez. All right. Well, All right. somebody, Alex, we need you to read that for us for your homework assignment. Okay. How's the I, I, I will, How's the script I will coming? Sit and read. Uh, well, we uh, we started uh, a new uh, short short story script um, that has to do with um, uh, we have to write five to seven pages of just people conversing. So that's hmm. currently the script I'm working on. <clears throat> do you want uh, a transcript you- of this episode? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Right. Nah. <laughs> nah. You, uh, are, is this? Are we gonna have a bumper for this 
uh, Alex or uh, Brad called Alex's homework. <laughs> that that was so, yeah, I'd like I'd like some intro music, please. Uh, that's work for on, my homework. I will work. We can on some, my homework. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good. You you will uh, let us again once you write something compelling enough uh, with four characters. Uh, we need to do a table read. I, that is true. I don't think I've read any. I've written anything at all with four characters even in it. Wow. All right. Well. Yeah. I mean, if, if you don't, we're going to drag up uh, one of our scripts, and you'll have to. <laughs> yes. You'll have to play the part. Drag of the, up mine. Mine was good. Yeah. You'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have. I want to have a universe. Build a universe, and have a movie where Lethal Weapon has to team up with Beverly Hills Cop. And John McClane from Die Hard, and have their own cop Avengers squad in Los Angeles. There you go. We could do that. We could Again, put that together. I, well, I would say that do that with the '80s TV detective verse, and have all there, there of, have all of those guys uh, team up. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, all that's right. A good idea, Brad. Another another freebie suggestion to all you studio execs. They we just keep them keep them coming here in the pod men. So listen up, and there's always more. But until next time, save it for the podcast. There you go.